We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello everyone, it's Madison Hadler here with Loudmouth Podcast, and today I have a lovely guest, not guest, I have a lovely guest, Lindsay Hedrick, say hello. Hello, hello. (laughs) I'm so excited. Oh, we love it. Today we're going to be talking about the dark web, so. We are, yes. (laughs) I feel like I never talk about super happy topics here whenever I have guests, it's always like haunting yeah it's like <laughs> Sophia was haunting Criminals yeah <laughs> yeah it's fine though we're gonna talk about it and she has a lot of information I don't know too much about it so it's really just gonna be me asking a lot of questions for and sure that's all right it's gonna be great um so I'm just gonna start out by saying like kind of an overview of what the dark web is or at least what I could find on it, and yeah. you tell me if I'm right, wrong, I don't know. For sure. Um, but it's a part of, like, the World Wide Web that's, like, masked and everyone's confidential on it. Is that, like, a... So, according to dictionary.com, <laughs> the dark web is the portion of the internet that is intentionally hidden from search engines. Okay. So, it uses mass IP addresses and is accessible only with a special web browser, which I'll talk about later, but it's the Tor browser. Um, and part, and this is part of the deep web. So, um, so 96% of the internet, most of the time, we don't have any access to <laughs> from... <laughs> From the from the uh, information that I found online, anyway. Um, so the World Wide Web is, of course, what we use, mm-hmm. and in the '90s that was established. Um, before then, they didn't have any web searching or anything. Um, but yeah, so the dark web is just a portion of the deep web, and a lot of people don't really know that. They get the two terms confused a lot, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but only about there's only about like not even 1% of the web is the dark web. It's a very, very, like, hidden part of the web that obviously people who are pretty tech-savvy or have done a lot of the research online only have access to um, because you have to go through multiple layers to get to the dark web. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. But the deep web, I also found, and I don't really know if this is accurate because – but it kind of makes sense, I guess. But again, I'm not like a genius <laughs> about this stuff. I they know everything we say on here we're not experts yeah. about. Um, we just talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but this makes a little bit of sense in the sense that the deep web, um, according to darkwebnews.com, um, includes all web pages that are behind membership logins. So this is like all company organization information and finances and other internal like data systems. So the majority of the deep web does not have illegal content on it. The dark web or dark net is what does. So, okay. Yeah. So 
the deep web's not really as important to everyone as like the dark web would be. No. Does that make sense? Yes. Is that okay? Yeah. So the deep web is like whenever you log into Netflix and you have that membership type login, you're kind of accessing a part of the deep web because you're going above the surface of a regular website. So okay. anytime you log into something, you're kind of accessing a sector of the deep web is kind of what I understood. But again, the dark web, you're totally branching off into way different territory. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So my question is, how do people, so you you mentioned earlier, there's like the specific thing, Tor, I read about that. Okay. But I don't know much about it, but how do you get that like onto a computer? Like how do you get to the dark web, I guess is what I'm asking. Okay. So I have, um, so my dad is actually a tech, uh, he's like a computer science dude. Mm -hmm. So um, he knew quite a bit about the dark web himself and the deep web. So I actually interviewed him for about 25 minutes and I got a lot of information from him. But um, he kind of, and I'll just kind of like go through this um, and kind of like help explain a lot of this like technical stuff that not a lot of people know. Um, Anytime you want to access the dark web, you want to mask your identity. So about any time a person goes just on a regular world wide web, anytime a person like goes and accesses whatever, they have a fingerprint or an IP address. So anytime we go shopping to target.com or VPN is what it's called, network provider, um, has that information uh, like in its in our history, basically. Okay, yeah. So anyway, so we have IP addresses. So to access the dark web, you obviously don't want to have an IP address or you want to mask that IP address. You, you want to mask that from your service provider. And so our, our service providers are kind of like Uverse, Mediacom. Um, some people have cable boxes. Okay. It, it's just very, it's very different. Um, for everybody. There's different reasons why people want to visit the dark web. Sometimes it's curiosity. Sometimes it's, I mean, we all have our right to privacy Mm -hmm. and everything. Um, So it's just, it's very dependent. And honestly, like a lot of people are curious, but there are people that want to go on the dark web and do illicit things. Yeah. And it's very, and the masterminds like behind why people want to do that is very interesting. But anyway, so, um, so the deep web is an index, but, um, so you can't use Google or anything. So you'll do your Tor browser thing. But, um, anyway, so accessing the dark web. So internet providers can track dark, dark web usage. So that's why you want to mask your IP address. Mm -hmm. Um, so basically what you want to do is you want to subscribe to a virtual private network and this um this connects to your computer so basically whenever you log on to your computer you're able to choose like windows or you're able to choose this other like vpn type network and a lot of times i i know of one called linux okay um and so basically this is something that you buy um if you buy a, a different like um like virtual private network you probably want to not use your regular debit card you probably want to buy like a visa like gift card so that way you know you're staying confidential within like the means of what you're doing because you do have that right to privacy of course basically this virtual private network is a proxy host or a server in a different country Um, your IP address is addressed or is replaced with a different country proxy server IP address okay so you would see that instead of 
um, Madison Hadler's in Springfield, Missouri IP address, you would see Madison Hadler in Germany. Oh, okay. In, to like in England or like wherever, like yeah. somewhere totally different. So then Tor, like, and you can download Tor. So once you get onto your vir- virtual private network, um, you'll download Tor, and then Tor is connects through a proxy server, and it goes through two nodes. So Tor masks you and your VPN masks you. So you have, like, two layers of your identity that is masked, basically. Okay. But, yeah, so Tor is pretty interesting in itself. Um, and I'll talk about that a little bit too. Um, I know you did a little bit of research on Tor, right? I just read a little bit about it when I was looking, I was looking for like basic, the basic mm-hmm. starters of the dark web. Because, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I was looking at Wikipedia, such an accurate source, but I mean, some of their information is very good. Yeah. And I was just looking at, um, you know, the definition of the dark web and it says that the, these websites are only accessible through networks like Tor. Mm-hmm. It's called the Onion Rooting. Mm-hmm. That's what I found. Yeah. And then there was another one called I2P, which is the Invisible Internet Project. Yeah. And um, it says that Tor, brow- Tor browser and Tor accessible sites are widely used among the Darknet users and can be identified with the domain .onion mm-hmm. on it. And that's kind of the most I found, just how it's kind of more like the hosting service yeah. for it and provides like that masking of identities and all that stuff yeah through it yeah so i found that for um for why it's dot onion um so this is a, according to also wikipedia yeah. we love <laughs> we love wikipedia's <laughs> accuracy here but um so it's a special use top level domain suffix designating an anonymous hidden service reachable via the tor network so a lot of these urls are scrambled basically so it's yeah it's totally it's totally different um but the tor browser it basically so it it routes your web page and requests through a series of proxy servers which i've already kind of touched on operated by thousands of volunteers across the globe so people i guess volunteer themselves to um these proxies ip address i guess i don't okay. know i didn't do much work on that but again it the the whole point of tor and the different um virtual private network is to mask your ip address uh-huh. um and keep you untraceable and unidentifiable um and then thus your privacy is not a hundred percent but um but it's pretty close so anyway, um, but Tor is unpredictable, it's unreliable, and it can be very slow. My dad said that Tor um, reminds you of, like, whenever you get on Tor. Again, Tor is similar to Google, basically. Okay. Um, so once you get on Tor, you can kind of go about whatever. You can search whatever on Tor as if you were on Google. Um, but Tor is very, um, it reminds you, like, obviously we wouldn't know this, but it reminds you back whenever the web was first established. So back in the nineties, it's very similar to how slow it was. It's very, it's not very, it's just, everything is very old looking. Okay. Um, just, and that, and that was very interesting to me, but yeah, it looks very weird and it's just all pretty dated. Yeah. I'm, like, looking at different, like, websites that you can go on, mm-hmm. like, the dark web, dark web, d- yeah. dark web, 
And it's just, it's really weird. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like this whole thing that you never knew really was there. Like you always mm-hmm. hear about it in like yeah. movies and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. And then you actually realize, oh, this is a real thing that you can't get onto. And like a lot of it, you don't use it to like get no thing, like illegal things. A lot of you- it is curiosity. Yeah. Like people are very curious about what, what's on there, you mm-hmm. know? And it's not all like a lot of people think it's all like black market drugs, um, selling, um, you know, women for, um, being a Russian bride or like, yeah. or for sex or whatever. But I mean, there is a lot of different purposes of it. Um, so I, I actually found a few of them. Um, so journalists use the dark web to help protect their anonymity of their sources. So a lot of this is, but basically what journalists can do is they can go on there and they can communicate with people on a more private level about, you know, top secret stuff. A lot of it is, um, you know, people go on there and they leak information about government documents and plans. I was just reading literally a thing that said one of like the most popular websites is like, pro republica or something like that mm-hmm. and it's like it's like aims to expose oh my gosh why can't i think of the word like the manipulations and like betrayals of the government oh yeah stuff. yeah they're called whistleblower sites yeah okay yeah. yeah so wikileaks is one of those as well but yeah and a lot of it is also um so like i said people use the dark web because of their right to privacy mm-hmm. um but another interesting thing about Tor is the government actually supports Tor um, because they want people to feel like they have internet freedom, which is interesting because yeah. you think that they're always watching you. Yeah, you know? and they want to get your information. I mean, in the episode where I talk about with Alicia about artificial intelligence, we mm-hmm. talked about how they like look at what you're buying and like yeah. show you ads and everything. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is just another way people can like yeah. get around that and not mm-hmm. get that creepy kind of stuff. But it's interesting that the government supposedly supports Tor um, in the fact that they believe in this internet freedom agenda. Mm -hmm. Um, So they believe that, you know, certain people in different governments um, don't have the right to access, like, certain websites. So, like, certain people, I don't really know where, um, actually, China and and Iran, they don't have um, this type of freedom, I guess, as we do as American citizens. Um, So an interesting thing is um, Facebook launched a version of its site on the dark web to make it easier to access the site from countries that restrict the service, such as China and Iran. So, I mean, there are different, you know, reasons why people get on the dark web. I mean, there's a lot of, um, like, hard-to-find books, like rare items. Yeah, there was um, a website that I found was, like, this guy, what is it called? It's called Joe Tabane's Reading Club. I don't know. Um, but it's it's just a bunch of books that you can get, like, downloaded. Um, mm-hmm. And he said, like, he made it because he was tired of ebooks that looked like they were made in a hurry. And so, like, these yeah. are, like, more, you know, better looking. And, like, you can easily get these ebooks on there. So, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. like, a practical For way sure. of using the dark web to... Yeah. Yeah, it definitely isn't all what it's cracked up to be, you know, like a lot of people view it as very negative. Um, I think it's very interesting. I mean, it has all of these different resources that obviously we can't find on the regular web. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, An interesting site that I did a little bit of research on and that I know a little bit about is Pirate Bay. Okay. So Pirate Bay is basically... 
it's people go and they download movies, they download music, um, they download books, just all sorts of things, and then people can go on there and then they can download those onto their, um, it would only be on their, um, like, virtual private network that they've bought okay. to access the dark web. So, but, yeah, so they have downloadable content, basically. But, okay. of course, that's illegal because of copyright. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, but, I, I mean, that's one of the most, to me, that's not, I mean, it's a big deal because it's copyrighted material on somebody's But, computer. I mean, if you but compare it not, to, like, selling oh, yeah. a woman, definitely oh, for not sure. For sure. the same. <laughs> but, yeah, they have all types of, like, bootlegs and, like, comics and... It's it's pretty wild, but yeah. but Pirate Bay is one of the sites that has kind of been reported and shut down and re back up okay. and everything. Um, but yeah, so it's very interesting. Um, but yeah, so dark web isn't all bad, but I mean, I think it's like the term dark web. I mean, they yeah, literally, it's a mystery. yeah, they literally use dark web to mm-hmm. explain it. So what did your dad? I mean, like, did your dad talk about kind of how he like? not how he got into it but how he like decided to like look into it more I know he's a computer guy so I'm sure that was just like enough but yeah my dad had a lot of curiosity about it um he just he just kind of he again told me you know the dark web um he had heard about it and he had just kind of he obviously knows his way around a computer so (laughs) he knew how to be able to get on there and get on there safely and um, because, I mean, when you get on the dark web, you have to be concerned about yourself because you don't know anybody out there. I mean, there's all types of people on the dark web. There's hackers. There's, you know, people that are out there uh, for murder. And you just have to be really pe- really careful about, like, mm-hmm. what you're doing. So he, of course, is very smart and knew what to do. But my dad's a big, like, comic lover and Beatles fan. So he's... <laughs> He's seen his way around just kind of, like, looking at a lot of, like, that content yeah. and everything. Nothing, like, crazy. My dad's not, like, a madman or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but one day I did sit down with him, and because my curiosity was just, like, I had no idea what the dark web was for the longest time. Yeah. And I was talking to my boyfriend, and he had told me that one of his friends did, like, you know, there's that... Um, present or not presentation like presentational speaking class that's what I'm trying to say Uh and in this class his friend had like their project was to um like how to do something or whatever like explain to people how to do something and his friend explained to people how to get on the dark web and then so then I was like what the hell is the dark web I don't even know what that is yeah and so then I sat there in the car for like 45 minutes and I'm like oh my god I didn't even know this existed yeah and now you're just like and and, and then I was like I was so shook yeah and then I and then I was like I bet my dad knows a shit ton about this yeah and so then I don't know like a couple weeks later I went home and then me and my dad sat down and he showed me around it and it is very interesting um I mean I didn't really understand all the logistics of it at the time and now I kind of know a little bit more about like what he was doing but I saw him access his um uh virtual private network Mm -hmm. and it was different um and it was Linux and then so he got on and then he showed me you know where his IP address was at he was able to pinpoint like 
it was it was bouncing from like Germany to just several different places. So and that was interesting. And then we got on to tour, and he he already had tour downloaded, of course. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah, and then he just kind of showed me like he was able to like bookmark like some of the stuff that he kind of like looks at, which is mostly pirate based stuff. But then I was like, all right, well, I want to see a little bit more of this, you know? Yeah. Stuff. And so he just. I mean, of course, he didn't know anything about it, so he typed in, you know, like, drugs or whatever, uh-huh. and then, you know, it, and it still brings up, you know, the websites, like, how Google would. Yeah, okay. And you, and you click it, and then most of the time, and it's very interesting, but um, it it's so slow that, you know, he'll click a couple just to see how many, which one will pop up first, but it's so slow whenever it loads that sometimes it just times out. That sometimes these sites are just no longer existent. So a lot of the times you'll want to find a site that will tell you of active sites that are selling whatever or doing whatever service that you want. But it's out there. There, like I, I was able to see some really like you know people are selling like you know, heroin and crack cocaine. So then my question about those things is like, when you buy those like online, do you, do you have to like meet up with the person or do you put in an address? Because isn't that kind of ruining the, it's so bizarre. Okay. Um, but also another thing is that you'll probably be using Bitcoin to buy that. stuff. Okay. Yeah. So Bitcoin's really interesting. Of course it's a cryptocurrency. Um, Bitcoin is obviously, I mean, some people kind of invest in it just for the heck of it, I guess. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so it's an e-commerce. So this provides others some kind of service that keeps customer funds on hold. Oh, okay. So like whenever somebody like pays for something, um, a lot of the times, um, they'll like not, hold on. I really don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so cryptocurrency, very interesting. Um, it's just basically, um, you just invest in it and it helps keep everything anonymous. Cause obviously you don't want to put your debit card yeah. like on there. Cause one that's so stupid because now they can track where you're yeah. at. What, you, what can, you've been buying, what, everything. What you've been buying. Yeah. So you want to use Bitcoin basically. Um, and then, so this opened up a lot of doors for obviously Bitcoin because Bitcoin basically helped emerge itself because of the dark web, which is interesting in itself. But I started reading like online. I didn't take any notes on it or anything, but I think it was like the dark web, uh, (laughs) news.com which is very like it's a really interesting site because that's all the site is about and yeah it it kind of goes through the steps of like getting on the dark web and staying safe and like what virtual networks to be using and there's other browsers besides tor that you can use and it it's really interesting but they also suggest different sites to visit but um i started reading around on the site and it talked about how this guy, um, it talked about how you need to be careful about whenever you buy something yeah. and how it's delivered to you. And this one story that I read was basically, um, this guy was buying, I think it was like marijuana, I'm pretty sure. And he, um, he sent it to a different address, um, of like, I don't know. I think he was like selling. I think he was, he was like selling it. And, okay. and so he sent it to, a host like a different dude and 
um, the package was, like, seized somewhere. Like, it didn't even make it there, but the police arrived at this guy's door and was like, hey, just wanted to, like, let you know that, like, your package was seized in, like, some other country. Like, it didn't even make it to where it was supposed to go. And they were like, do you know anything about it? And, because, like, he could have been arrested. Yeah. For buying drugs wherever the, honestly, you had no idea where you were buying them from. Because you don't even know. But, yeah. So, I think what a lot of people do is they kind of gamble it. And they probably use other people's addresses and they kind of hope for the best, but um, I didn't look too much into it, but the stories that I did read, it wasn't successful. Yeah. And you have to be really careful about it. And um, I feel like, you, yeah, you have to be very into it to mm-hmm. know how to do it and yeah. have fun. And obviously, like, I'm sure there's a process that you would go through with your seller yeah. and they would talk you through how you were to obtain this package and they might have advice and like how where you send it to if there's some kind of drop location that they just send these products to in your like town or whatever that's like safe but I'm sure they have like good a dark web (laughs) meetup yeah I'm sure they have like advice because obviously you're investing in a large amount of illegal product Mm -hmm. and it's not their first rodeo so they probably know (laughs) you know what to be like telling their customers and stuff and or they're just scamming you. There's people that freaking scam you and take your Bitcoin and then they shut down their site because they're like, man, I generated enough profit. I look legit. And now I'm going to shut down my site. So uh, you may not know this. I guess this is a general question. But how do you get from your Bitcoin to like real currency? Um, I think Bitcoin, I don't know. I'm taking a guess here because okay. I'm not quite sure. Maybe I'll Google. But I think I'm pretty sure you just buy Bitcoin and you kind of invest in it. It's kind of it's kind of like the stock market in a sense where it increases and decreases depending on the day, but um, and then I think it's able you're able to transfer the funds into American dollars. Okay, but I might be wrong. Yeah, I think there's like yeah different sites that you can use that like yeah transfer it so you can like buy into it get the Bitcoin mm-hmm. and then whenever if you sell something and you get a Bitcoin you can transfer that to yeah it. yeah that is weird because I'm sure Bitcoin well. Yeah, I'm sure Bitcoin has been, like, used forever, like, through the dark web. Mm -hmm. But it's weird that that only surfaced in, like, our worlds. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to say... But, you know, like, in people who don't use the dark webs. Yeah. Like, worlds, you know, Mm -hmm. a couple years ago. Exactly. And that's when it... So, that's really weird because that's, like, a whole other world, literally Mm -hmm. a whole other world that, like, hasn't been accessible to us. Or not not accessible, but, like... It's it's accessible under, like, you know, certain restrictions. Yeah, if you, like, look into it and are, like, yeah, actively trying to get to it. Mm -hmm. So that's weird because that's, like, a whole nother, it's, like, a whole nother universe. Like, and then it comes out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird thing. I feel like immediately when I think of the dark web, I definitely think of, like, just, like, oh, like, a like the night mode on Twitter oh, on the uh-huh. entire internet. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's very weird. But I do want to talk about, so of course there's bad things on the dark oh, web. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, Tell me all the bad things I want to know. So I, I have a lot of stuff to talk about about it. But okay. So basically I'll just kind of like jump around here. So of course the dark web, 
it's, you know, you can purchase drugs, you can purchase weapons, there's child pornography, um, there's murders for hire, and there's also, there's this assassination market that's crowdfunded, I guess, where users can pay towards having someone assassinated. And that just baffles me. Um, if you watch, it's the dark web, like Unfriended or whatever. Oh, okay. Did yeah. you ever watch that? I never watched it because you told me it creeped you out. Oh, and so man. I didn't want to watch it. No, it did creep me out because I I knew about the dark web whenever I watched it. Yeah. So I was like, shit, this could actually happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, Hollywood really did it up. Like, it's not all, like, all of that, like, could happen, but, you know, it's still kind of... Most of the people know how to use it yeah. safely, and, like, yeah. So that movie really, it really messed me up, <laughs> and I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, like, <laughs> it's wild. But, so Silk Road, I want to kind of talk about Silk Road. Have you heard about Silk Road? I saw it when I was reading my Wikipedia page, but okay. I didn't look too much into it. Yeah. So the Silk Road, it's called the Silk Road Trial, and I'll, I actually talk about, I took some notes on a couple, like, major crackdowns. Um, wow. Of criminals that are on the dark Can web. Can you tell you want to go into <laughs> yes. just a little bit? Okay. But, uh, <laughs> so the Silk Road trial. Um, so the Silk Road is basically a black market. Okay. Or was. So it was shut down by the FBI multiple times in 2013 and 2014. Um, so the founder was Ross um, R. Elbricht, I think. Okay. <laughs> um, and he was convicted of various crimes, including attempted murder for hire. So Ross is a pretty bad dude, um, but <laughs> he established Silk Road. And um, so don't really, I don't really know how he did that. So Ross, so this is from The Guardian. Um, it's a, a news leader, okay. I guess. Yeah. This is from 2015. But so Ross was sentenced to life in prison in New York. So the total of his five sentences, he had one for 20 years, one for 15, one for five, and two for life. Um, so he served all of these sentences um, at the same time, and he had no chance for parole. Okay. But, so Silk Road, anyway, was w- once the largest dark web marketplace for illegal drugs other ser- and other services. Um, so in March 2013, the site listed 10,000 items for sale. Uh, 7,000 were drugs, uh, so cannabis, MDMA, and heroin mostly. Um, so the prosecutor said Silk Road had generated $213.9 million in sales. Oh, my God. And $13.2 million in commissions before the police shut it down. So Ross was convicted in February of 2015 on all seven counts, from selling narcotics and money laundering to maintaining an ongoing cri- criminal enterprise. And... Ross, oh man, this guy was messed up. <laughs> the prosecutor said that he had gone so far as to solicit six murders for hire. So no charges were ever brought for this, though, because I guess there it was hard to prove this. Okay, I'm yeah, not quite sure. But the defense suggested that Ross was the victim of a computer hacking attack that made him look like this guy that was doing all of this. Um, but it was a hard. So this was a hard sell for the jury. Yeah. Um, so, but Ross was arrested in the library running Silk Road Master account. So the fact that the defense was trying yeah. to say that, oh, Ross, you know, this is a good guy. He just got hacked. It's just like. It's, I'm also dead that he was in a library doing yeah, it. Yeah, he like, was just in a public place. Like just running, running an Silk illegal. <laughs> on the dark web. Just like. What? You know? like I always go to the library to do illegal yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right in the public. Just in the public eye. 
but a lot of like I don't know this this had to be a really interesting um, trial though yeah because there were so there were two parents of ch- of children who had bought from Silk Road um, who had died using the drugs that were sold on Silk Road and they spoke in court oh dang and so one of them uh, died from a heroin overdose. And um, the one of the children did. Yeah. And another one of the children, after taking a powerful synthetic at a party, jumped from a second-story roof. Oh, God. And one of these parents said that if Silk Road hadn't been a thing on the dark web, then their son wouldn't have died. So they were doing, you know, kind of not victim impact statements, but, like, statements for their children. And yeah. And saying that, like, if this didn't exist then my son wouldn't have died. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think they would have found other alternatives. Yeah, yeah, but, but still the yeah. idea, yeah, that's there. Yeah. I mean, making it a literal market for yeah. drugs is definitely for easier sure. and they yeah. can access that a lot easier. Yeah, but, um, but yeah. So, yeah, this guy was um, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and another guy was by the name of Peter Scully. Okay. Um, so... This guy is really messed up, so I'll just do, like, Good. a trigger warning here, too. Okay. Um, that he was um, a rapist and okay. sexually assaulted um, children. So, basically, Peter Scully is known for the destruction of Daisy, and this is a video. Um, so, this was sold on the internet, showing an 18-month-old girl being sexually assaulted while being tied upside down by the legs, and the girl was found... She was found later. I mean, she didn't die, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, But she has lasting physical and mental injuries because of this. So, this guy, he also, um, he raped two teenage girls who were found naked and chained in his apartment bedroom. Oh, my God. This guy was super messed up. But basically, um, so what he did is he... Uh, sold videos on the dark web and uh-huh. so this famous video is the destruction of daisy of course and um and people bought it like people bought this stuff it, yeah. it's child abuse that people were buying and anyway he got caught thank god mm-hmm. and um so he potentially faces the death penalty in the philippines but he was charged with masterminding a worldwide criminal network as well as producing these videos of child sex abuse and torture. <clears throat> so he faces a total of 75 charges. Holy shit. And, yeah, so he's facing a maximum sentence of life imprisonment and a total of 100 years in jail. Horrible, horrible people that post this stuff. And it's just, it's just like, why? You know, like, yeah. why, why would anybody ever be interested in that and you have to be just and to buy it and people were funding this guy yeah and super messed up and he's old now he's like in his i think he's like in his 70s it's like messed up to do it but it's even i feel like it's even more messed up to like buy it and like Mm -hmm. enjoy watching that kind of stuff because for every person that posts something there there's gonna be a person that looks it up and wants to watch it for some yeah mind-boggling reason really but yeah, I don't know. So those are a couple guys that I looked at. Of course, there's like way more people that are that were listed. Like I think I looked up like major like crime that's conducted on the dark web. Okay. So it's really interesting. Um, and I didn't do too much research on this aspect, but yeah. so it makes you wonder. Like, okay, so there's all these bad people, and they're selling drugs, and they're posting, you know, these videos and terrible videos. Yeah. And so what what can 
people do about it? Well, there are there's a sector of the FBI that has been able to like go in and um, I mean obviously they go into the dark web and they do everything and they make themselves you know masked by doing everything that a normal person would do. Yeah. Uh, um, but they have more advanced technology, of course, and they've been able to track some people down and how they do That's it. That's pretty cool. They don't really you know talk about it and there's been like kind of it's pretty skeptical because a lot of the times it's like the FBI are able to access all of this information and track somebody down and then the person that gets caught is like you know there wasn't a warrant there or something Mm. so it's kind of it's kind of backhanded but in the first place it already is yeah so I don't know but yeah, so there have been, you know, people are obviously trying to fight against this, and agents are going in, FBI agents are, and they're able to kind of, you know, help the cause yeah. and help shut some stuff down, because that's how Silk Road got shut down, you know. So, it's a good thing, but, man, there's just so much bad stuff on there. It's wild. Um, yeah, the movie, I, I feel like... So I, I also watched, a while ago, I watched how people, some, like, YouTube videos of people accessing the dark web. And most of the time, you know, they're not going to, like, they're not going to post them on YouTube and be surfing through, like, a black market. Or yeah. <laughs> but um, there, have you heard of Red Rooms? No. I thought Red Rooms were um, where they're, like, open rooms, basically, on, like, the dark web, per se, and... They create a an, a fund, and then they do whatever, like, under okay. this money amount. And so this could be, like, um, a chat room or whatever, and they agree to, you know, do some kind of group murder or something. Or okay. the group agrees to, and then somebody does it, and they keep a live stream of it, and they call okay. it a red room. But, um, but yeah, so Red Rooms used to be a thing. I don't know if they are anymore. I don't know if I'm completely accurate in saying that. But, yeah, so, I mean, there is, and it being live is super creepy. Yeah. But, yeah. It almost reminds me of, um, is it? Shades of Grey? No. <laughs> no. Is it Saw? I want to say it is, where they're in that little bathroom. Okay. And they're, like, chained, and they have to, like, be doing things to each other, and the guy's, like, watching. Obviously, this would be, like, the like a bunch of people watching, but that's yeah. what kind of reminds me of. I don't it? know if the dark web, like, unfriended movie, like, spawned that in my brain, or if I had read that somewhere, but I don't know if that's completely accurate, but Red Rooms, from what I remember barely, is that <laughs> they, uh, they're really bad, and it's a live stream of people doing stuff. I think Peter Scully might have even participated ah! in Red Rooms with some of his nasty habits or whatever, but yeah, so very creepy, but, and yeah, if you haven't watched the uh, unfriended dark web. Um, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, it's like I said, like a little bit Hollywood, like has done, you know, cause they have to, but a lot of like the videos and stuff that were found. And I mean, obviously the guys aren't going to come at you like as quickly as they did for yeah. like all of the friends or whatever. But I mean, they can, I, I do believe that people can track you down and, <laughs> Um, especially if you're, I mean, he stole some guy's laptop, so, I mean, it's kind of his own fault. Yeah. But, 
but yeah, so basically, if you're going to get on the dark web, obviously, be smart about it. Um, I would, like, look at sources. Like, I'm not an expert by any means. I provided, like, very minimal, like, information of kind of, like, how you, the... Just, like, yeah, the entryway yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, but be, be smart about it. Um, curiosity is fine, you know? Um, I hope none of you are, like, you know, interested in any uh, illegal activity. Yeah. Uh, really illegal activity, but... You can... Hey, guys, you can buy drugs in person, and it's a lot safer. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. For sure. For sure. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I, I really encourage people to look into it. It's really interesting. It really, like I said, mind-boggling. I had no idea it existed, like... A year and a half ago. Yeah, I definitely did not know until you started talking about it with me. And I definitely thought it was, like, a separate, like, application that you have to, like, mm-hmm. get, like, on your computer, you know? But not, and, like, instead it's, I mean, it's really not easily accessible, but it's definitely, like, a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I almost thought you had to, like, have, like, special. Oh, like, software. Yeah, or, or, or something not, like or that. some kind of computer yeah. or whatever yeah or like enter a password or like some oh yeah super some, you some know kind of like secretive like hollywood service. crime thing <laughs> that i'm thinking of whenever you were going on it like with your dad when you were watching him do it did you get nervous i mean like well my dad like he showed me the levels of security that he uh-huh. was able to get through of course like even though you are secure that doesn't mean you're ever 100 percent secure yeah so um I was, like, a little nervous, but seeing as the fact that my dad had, like, accessed it yeah. before, and, like, he knew what he was talking about, and, like, he's not on there for the illegal aspects yeah. at all. He's on there for curiosity and, like, you know, other stuff. So I knew that, like, I could sit there and, like, be okay with my dad, but I would never want to, obviously, access so, something like that by myself. Yeah, no. Because, I don't know, there's just so many things that even though you think you might feel confident about doing it like something could go wrong you know and like yeah and it's so easy I mean like yeah I was reading about like all the hacker like groups that are on the dark web that can easily just like come and get you yeah not coming to get your computer yeah Yeah. and to me it's just it's a hard concept to wrap my brain around that people would literally get on there and pay somebody like 20 30 grand to go and murder someone yeah or like take a video of them like murdering them yeah yeah yeah, because, you know, people are so twisted and dark, and it's it's weird that that stuff exists, because it's so, like, you live in present day, and you don't think things go on, but behind the scenes, like, you have no idea. Like, somebody, you know, in this apartment complex could be literally surfing the dark web and be, like, a criminal, and we have no idea, you know? Yeah. Like, you never know who you're gonna meet. Yeah. That's, actually super twisted and like does these things I have a major sense of false security and I think that listening to more like murder and like crime podcasts has made me kind of open up my eyes a little bit more that's something like I would love to get on the dark web just to see it but I feel like I would almost get too curious and would want to stumble upon something yeah gross it's like there's like a parts of it that are good like the ebooks like the news like all oh, that kind sure. of stuff yeah. right and then it's like you can automatically like click to something else and then like oh, yeah. be lost in this world and I think that's what creeps me out it's like you never know what you're gonna stumble upon and yeah. that would be like the most creepy thing mm-hmm. to me about it but it's it, like so innocent but it's not yeah you know I was like, there's definitely things that you can find online, like tips on how to get, yeah. be safe on the dark web. So if you're ever thinking about entering the dark web, definitely look up how to safely do it. Yeah, I, and would, not- I would definitely go to this darkwebnews.com um, and check it out. 
Um, it looks like a website that you can also access whenever you're on the dark web. Like, you can okay. look up this website, and it transverses over across, actually. It has a deeper, I think, um, website when accessed on the dark web. Okay. So you can, like, maybe bookmark it or whatever. And then it has a list of, like, websites and, like, information. And they're definitely, like, these are people that obviously go around the dark web and, like, know their way around yeah. it and, know, and, like, give people tips. I mean, they even give people tips about being safe when buying, like, drugs and everything. So, I mean, they they know their shit. So, I mean, I think that would be something that if some individual is truly interested in it, like, definitely, like, do Check your research. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. wow. You know what I was thinking about earlier? And this is such a dad joke, and I'm really excited for it. But, like, how it's, like, dot onion. Mm-hmm. Is it because it has a lot of layers? Yep. Yeah, that's what my dad was saying. He was like, there are just so <sighs> many layers to, like, these websites. And just, you know, like, just so many, like, just the dark web is just so unorganized. Yeah. It's so unorganized. Like, a lot of these URLs are so scrambled. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's not an easy you know, anything. So it's just like you're peeling back yeah. like, all the layers of nothingness that are just a bunch of just junk. And, you know, of, and then it may not even exist. Like, it's wild. Yeah. But yeah. That's, I think that's another reason why it's called Dada. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay, for coming on. Yeah, um, no it's uh, Lindsay underscore Lou L O O at or 96. Okay, I'm beautiful. Gonna, I'm going to say that again. Lindsay <laughs> underscore Lou 96. Beautiful. I'll obviously have you tagged and put it in the description. But thank you guys for listening. If you're going to get on the dark web, be safe. Yes, definitely. <laughs> beautiful. Well, thank you, Lindsay, for coming on. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.